1: Yeah, girl, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, DJ Rock Lobster too. Claw, claw. We are back
0: in studio together for the first time in like forever. I, I haven't
1: seen this guy in, I don't know, a month and a half.
2: What a, it's been good, huh? It's been real good. Real good.
1: It's, you know, it gets to that point where you come back. And I'm so used to you being away that, like, making eye contact is weird.
2: Yeah, no, you shouldn't look at... That's (laughs) that's why I asked him to put up this plexiglass thing in between us. This is no longer for the Omicron surge. Uh... That's way down. This is just for my own personal safety. They should safety. make
1: it completely like Opaque. black. Yeah, it's, it's so I can't see you. Because it be is fun. weird after a while to be like, oh, okay, how long are we going to hold this eye contact thing? Yeah,
2: you know, yeah. I keep doing it. I had a drama teacher, Monica Gannis, in college, who said that the human gaze is naturally hot. The longer it lasts, not sexually hot, it's right. an intense thing to do so which you gotta is like
1: away every now and then everybody
2: looks away they do yeah. this they just shoot off take a little yeah. breather so
1: i'm gonna do that okay yes thank you
2: maybe that's why people like having lunch so they can look down at their food for a yes. brief reprieve
1: steve is anti eat and get together it's the weirdest i don't want to have
2: a meeting over lunch i do not want to order food and have us talk about a project or negotiate or nothing like that. Please never, no, ever, never.
1: You're very strange. I had Other a meeting, than that, you're a pretty well-adjusted human except for some things like that.
2: It's a deficiency. It is a weakness of mine, and I wish it wasn't. I get really deeply socially uncomfortable in a few settings, but I had a meeting with a, a guy last week, and we, had, we got together, had a beer, and then the guy was like, uh, can I get you guys anything to eat? And I was like, no, for sure not. And then he was like, you know what? I do I have to try these tater tots. And so then it was that was nice. You know why that was an appetizer? It was an easy to it's eat food with
1: your hands. Yes.
2: They were delicious, by the way. Of course. And he, and he allowed me to have some even though he ordered them, but he was like you can have some.
1: Did they have gravy on them?
2: They did not have gravy on them. Young know, gravy. I just really
1: no. wanted to squeeze in the word gravy this morning. Thanks. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news?
1: This is the beat. I feel like DJ Rock Lobster had something to add. Oh, oh. did you? I
0: I don't know. I just really, I was in my head, I was like, is that gravy statement uh, slow jam worthy? (laughs) You know, it's to be considered.
2: We used to give publicity to a, a Wisconsin based rapper. Whose name was Young Gravy? Young Gravy. Yeah, that's right.
1: Young Gravy.
2: And uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened to Young Gravy, uh,
1: but All we, we, we stopped
2: promoting him though.
1: I don't think we he gave him a that. lot of promotion. So much. I was watching an episode of Real Housewives, By and the way, one I just, of the...
0: I just misspelled it as Young Grave. There's a Young Grave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe that's him. Maybe he spells it with an e. Like, I think no, Young no. Gravey
2: spells it Y U N G, and so does Young Grave. Is that how you spell Young when you do it? Yeah, Y U N G. Because I notice in our My Talk Awards mm-hmm. happening every day this week at 8 a.m. on Jason and Alexis, Colleen and Bradley. One of their nominations for Artist of the Year uh, is spelled. Little Nas X, L-I-T-T-L-E. And I feel oh. like they should not, that should be disqualified. Yeah, because
0: it's Lil. Yeah,
2: Lil. Mm.
0: That sounds like a millennial Hannah misspelling, but I could be wrong. Oh no, she yeah, would get Gravy. it right. Uh, yeah, oh, Young Gravy from Minnesota, also a white guy, not expecting any of these things.
2: I just searched Young, Y-U-N-G, and the first name that comes up is the Swedish rapper Young Lean, L-E-A-N.
1: Anyway, as I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted, I was watching an episode of Real Housewives, and one of the women's kids was going to a concert to see Young Gravy.
2: Unbelievable. Right? And it felt like we had sort of, we created We, we that. put it out We've there. We've done this. Yep. We have a,
1: it manifested itself, yes.
2: Track record of creating change.
1: Young Gravy's going to have a hit soon. I can feel it.
2: Hey, maybe he should do a collab with... (laughs) 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 I do think there's going to be a lot of Snoop Dogg just coming in the next couple weeks. You know I burn bright and then I burn out. So, a lot of Snoop Dogg impression the next couple weeks.
1: Okay. No, That's it great. It's nice to get rid of George Bush after all this time. Can
2: I finish? Wait a second. That's my buddy Ross. Excuse me. We, that was a Ross Perot mention yesterday, deep into Ferengi talk. By
0: the way, young gravy off on a European tour next month. No. In Germany, Denmark, Finland,
2: Poland. He had some lyrics probably that, probably that I did not jibe with.
1: Oh, I do remember. Yeah, there's some bad stuff happening in the kitchen or something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of got, got a vibe. He's kind of got a Marilyn Manson thing. Oh, well, well, there's a picture. He's from Rochester
0: Mayo High School. How bad can he be?
1: He's cute. He's got curly hair.
2: Young Gravy, when people ask, how did Young Gravy get famous? He first gained recognition in 2017 when his song, Mr. Clean, and One Thought, Two Thought, Red Thought, Blue Thought. I'm scared of that. Yeah, now don't. Gained traction on SoundCloud. He's completed seven international tours. Do you Thanks. think this is the kind of rapper that goes somewhere else in the world and they just think, oh, cool, American rapper? Yeah. And they're yeah, like, this is I great. Do. It is a wonderful representation of hip-hop. And it's Young Gravy.
1: <laughs> I'm going to check out his net worth right now.
2: Oh, man, this is going to be a bummer.
1: Maybe net worth. Oh, it says the 1950s. He was born in 96. Let's yeah. see.
2: He's still, still just 25.
1: Two million bucks. <laughs> That's not bad. Wow. Welcome to Young Gravy Hour.
2: <laughs> full name full name Matthew Raymond Howry h a u r i You know his genres include hip hop and trap. Are we familiar with the genre of music trap?
1: Let's ask it's this
0: kind of it's kind of a beat. It's kind of an Atlanta dirty south sort of thing. I'm not seeing any songs on Spotify that don't have an E for explicit next to it, right, so I'm going to let it right. go. Yeah.
3: Okay.
2: You got to be careful.
1: Well, we're out of time. Okay. <laughs> that was no.
3: the beat. No, the Young Gravy
1: <laughs> beat.
2: Young
3: Gravy.
1: Uh, maybe you could link this up. There is a performance of Shania Twain on stage in Vegas. She is joined by Chris Martin on You're Still the One. Mm. Very nice. And remember we had the story about Sam Hunt's wife filing for divorce. She's yeah. about to give birth pretty mm. soon. Within hours of filing, she withdrew that filing. Really? Yes, but I think she's going to run into some trouble because I think she filed in Nashville, and you can't just do that. You can't file for divorce and then go, I changed my mind, after it's, the paperwork is already starting to go through. So there's going to be some red tape Oh, it's just like
2: legal speak that makes it yeah. difficult. Well, listen, I celebrate, I celebrate this working
1: it out. If yeah. they can
2: work it out and get through it. That's a beautiful thing. When you think something is broken and then turns out it can be fixed long road ahead of them. But that's, oh. that would be a, a cool story if it did in fact end with like healing. and.
1: Well, she has to, here's the story. She has to give serious consideration about refiling Because Tennessee law prohibits people from backing out of divorce cases a second time. So, you can't just keep filing and taking it back, file, take it back. You could do that one time, but that's it. And their first child is expected in May. There you go. That's the beat. Can Um, we
2: listen to the Chris Martin thing after the break? Would that be sure, okay? I think
1: there's only just a tiny little just snippet. Just a little snippet? Yeah, but um, I think you'll, um, we'll get to it. Yeah, okay. we'll find
2: it. A little Chris Martin, Shania Twain mashup on stage uh, that we will get to. Um, and
1: then go ahead.
2: Do you want to do the top rock music video sure. of all time? We've got a little bonus. Mo- Listen, we were just as blindsided as you, the listener by us, we talking were deep about Young Gravy, gravy <laughs> for eight minutes. Uh, so we'll get into a little more music news when we return on the Don and Steve experience on My Talk. Oh, you know, I love being a dad, but between work work and kid work, it can be a little difficult to get a workout in.
1: Well, Steve, I've got great news for you and all the other parents out there. The Y offers free child care with a family or dual membership. What? Yeah, you work out while your kids do fun activities and make new friends. Join the Y by February 28th and get $10 enrollment with 25% off dues through April. Join at ymcanorth.org.
2: You said it, Donna. I'm on it.
1: Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve extravaganza on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I mentioned Chris Martin joined Shania Twain on stage in Las Vegas.
2: <laughs> you know, they're doing a reunion special for Martin.
1: Oh, I like they that just, show. It was good. It was good. They're what was the girl's name? Taisha? Uh,
2: no, 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 no. No, that's no. your girlfriend from that's high school. That's my girlfriend from high school, fourth grade girlfriend, Taisha Hasty. Oh, fourth Hastie. grade, what up? not high school. Okay. Yeah, it was on and off again with Taisha Hasty in Saratoga. It's a whole thing. Uh, <laughs> Gina.
1: Gina! Remember, damn, yeah, Gina. Gina? Gina!
2: Oh, gosh, it's so good. They're doing a 30th anniversary reunion. It's going to air on BET Plus later this year. 30th anniversary. Oh, my God. It debuted in uh, 92. In. It was a good show. Oh, I love that show.
1: All right, anyway, back to Shania Twain and Chris Martin. (laughs) Um, They did a couple of songs at a recent show in Vegas, and one of them was Fix You. Which is
2: one of the greatest songs. I really believe this of all time. You could put any video to it. It could be a dude taking his garbage out. And if when that climax hits at the end, the crescendo of the song... Oh, and it's beautiful. And I believe it's about a woman, or I don't know if it's about a woman, but a person suffering from, like, a a devastating illness when you listen to the lyrics.
1: Did you see the movie yesterday?
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) There's a line in there where, okay, so the movie is about a world where the Beatles didn't exist. Something happens where this guy who knows all these Beatles songs is like, well, nobody knows who the Beatles are, so I'll just play. So he plays Yesterday and you know just on the guitar and people are like oh yeah that's really good it's no fix you but you
3: uh, know it's, <laughs>
2: <that's>
1: <laughs> funny. um so here they are doing fix you
2: i bet that sounded great in person
1: at the
0: zappos theater in las vegas
1: wait wait wait
0: it's the fifth part
1: I bet it sounded great, and they, I used to go to. Um,
0: so what? How did this happen? Was it just like, oh hey, you're in town? He was Come probably in
1: town because it doesn't seem
0: like, rehearsed. they kind of it kind of doesn't. Like, what are you gonna go high? Are you gonna? What are you gonna do here?
1: You know that happens a lot. So in country I like, music, yeah. I used mm-hmm. to go to a, there were what we, you would call either songwriter showcases, okay, or guitar pulls, and it would be like. Ten people in a row on a stage, all just either playing guitar, somebody might have a banjo, and they all just, they would be songwriters of songs that you're very familiar with, but that's where the song came from, were these writers. And they would just go down the line, and they would harmonize with one another. Oh, they would fun. They would collaborate. Super fun. So it's kind of got that sort of vibe to it.
2: It's kind of like the Eagles, like 80 yeah. guys on, on stage, everyone's like on got Barstool's, a guitar. Yep. America used to do that as well, if yeah, you remember the band America. It's
1: kind of fun because that's when you can really see someone's talent is when they don't have all the you know elements behind them, the the, the drum and the bass and all that. It's just them.
2: I don't want to oversell what's coming up today at 11 o'clock, but in an effort to do <laughs> just that,
1: okay,
2: I am really looking forward to what I discovered last night on TikTok and what I want to... Sh- you to experience and the listener to experience. Because even right there, when you hear, that's a vocal we've never heard before, right? Shania Twain and Chris Martin doing a harmonized version of Fix You. And it's interesting. And I often find that studios, studios dumb down the the vocal ability of singers because they want it to be sing-along. And it's just like, if you ever hear a real singer of a song, like Pink, if you ever hear Pink sing, she she came into your room and sang, you would think, "Oh gosh, you th- what they've let us listen to on the radio, you're uh, able to do so much more than that. Your voice is so much more dynamic than that. Right. Found some folks on TikTok, and one after another, and I thought, "Oh, now it might have been the fact that it was like midnight, I've got a-, a glass of whiskey and headphones in, and maybe that's why it moved me so, But I think you're going to really like what we get to experience today at 11 o'clock.": OK could turn into a weekly segment
1: okay could be a sponsored segment wow very much looking forward to it <laughs> thanks steve okay. hi everybody this is adriana trejani i'm the host of you are what you read i
0: have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson
2: To the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's J Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: Did you hear him try to
0: tease it on Jason? Oh yeah, I love the (laughs) way Jason just
2: shut him down. I thought we were. I thought he had said earlier we got a lot of time to fill. Uh, Evidently, that was no longer the case. It was very funny. (laughs) Then then everybody went around. They ended up teasing what was on tomorrow's Jason and Alexis.
1: You know, it's very funny, though. If uh, ever you hear the words uttered, uh, we've got a lot of time to fill. The next line would be, get Patterson. (laughs) 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 Always. Anyway, they also did You're Still the One. We don't have time for that, I don't think. Oh, we probably could
0: play the little clip that she put on her Instagram
1: or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, Great song, by the way.
2: Hey, before we go, Donna, thank you, Shania.
1: Thanks, Shania. Thanks for that.
2: Uh, The top rock music video of all time was what? Do we have that accessible? Yes, we
1: do. I'm going to come in at number three with Bohemian Rhapsody from Queen in 1975. You know, all their heads popping up. Great. Um, Number two, I don't remember from 1992, November Rain from Guns N' Roses. Oh,
2: sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: Are they like running in the rain? Is it dark? It's a big,
2: like
0: 13 minute epic. There's a warning, somebody dies. Yes. They're black and white in in that. Yes.
1: Okay, it's coming back to me. And then, of course, the greatest video of all time Thriller Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel, 1986.
2: Uh, A glaring omission from the list Separate Ways by Journey. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I am telling you. The
0: air keyboard. Oh,
2: the air keyboard.
0: It's so funny. It is
2: a wonderful travel back in time. And uh, it wasn't a parody.
1: No, it should have been. This though. is a
2: good video. Uh,
1: this is from Louder Sound Magazine. So we just take that with a grain of salt.
2: All right, fantastic. Hey, check out Listener Rewards this month, too. Enter to win a complete line of Mois Climate Smart Skin Care for all four seasons. Uh, Willow's Coffee, Nothing But Cake, gift cards, all that stuff up for grabs. And Listener Rewards. Call now, 651-641-1071. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge next on My Talk.
1: You got a caller on the line? No. no. What are you guys doing? Come on. You could win a prize. Six, five, here she comes. 641-1071. Okay. All right um you ready steve
2: uh yeah this is going to be a a game we don't know the topic yet but it's going to be fun it's
1: a lot of weird national no whatever days oh different because today
0: was like banana bread
1: day or something exactly all right i'm gonna hit this button then (laughs) time to go to college it's time to attend the college of pop culture
0: knowledge it's like quiz ball three trivia questions to find out who's smarter Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. Did you know on this day in 1940, it was an innocent time. We had not yet gone to war. World War II. America gathered at the movie Cineplex of 1940 to see Pinocchio. Oh, the animated. 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 And so when I, I said, you know what? I'm going to quiz you guys about Pinocchio. I did a little Google search. Did you know that there's two Pinocchio films coming out this year?
1: I know one
3: did not, come out, the, the real
0: no, dark no one. Details. The... No details. No oh. details. Just say yes or no. Yes. Sorry. Yes, he did. Okay, sure, yes. sure. Okay, one is animated and one is a Disney live action reboot. And I'm going to just quiz you on those. Oh. oh and hopefully, right. Tanya pays attention. To dirt alerts and stuff because we've probably talked about them over the years.
2: Hi Tanya, or should we say, I Tanya? Because <laughs> of the movie. So what's on your heart? <laughs> like after this game, win, lose or draw, what's next on your day's agenda?
3: I'm uh, packing for Mexico.
2: Oh, you? Oh, gotta be kidding brag. me! When are you flying out?
3: Saturday. It's a short trip though.
2: I don't care. For the rest of us who aren't going, <laughs> it still hurts that you are.
1: Have a good time. Where are you where in Mexico? Cozumel. I
3: love it. Are you staying Cozumel. at the El Cazameleno? Do you know I'm staying at my house.
1: What? Okay.
2: Ooh. So, we've got a baller in our midst. Okay.
3: Um, how right. many
2: properties do you own, Scrooge McDuck? <laughs>
3: right. Um, we we won't go there.
2: Wait a second.
3: Are you Mexican? No, but as a matter of fact, I just got my permanent Mexican resident
2: card. Oh my oh gosh! My God, this I'm is, so jealous. This is so exciting. And by the way, if someone who already owns two properties at a minimum, we know that says we won't go there, we're looking at a five or six properties situation. This is a oh, this, no.
3: Come on, I, we have a trailer, and we I have a timeshare. An inherited land in South Dakota, so that's all. Wow, oh it's more than we got. Yeah, yeah well, we go listen, get him, girl.
2: To all of that, uh, we could add a pair of advanced movie screening passes for Lucy and Desi, the documentary coming out Wednesday, March 2nd at Showplace Icon in the West End. So, hopefully, you'll be back in town for that. If you do win, that will be your prize. But first, you need to pick who you're going to team up with. The topic is Pinocchio, you can go with Donna. Or you can go with Steve. Both of us feel offended that this is a topic because we both have prominent noses. We look like we've told a couple lies today. Speak for
1: yourself. Donna, come on. We're friends. Right? I said, me too.
2: That's when people know I've arrived somewhere. First, they see my nose cross the threshold of the door. They're like, hey, Steve's going to be here soon. We got a couple minutes. All right. Who? Donna or Steve.
3: Oh, God. Steve has kids. Donna's my age just a little younger. Um, Steve. All right.
1: Okay, bye. See bye. You, Donna. I'm going to go get some coffee.
3: Make
2: it too. A little bit of powdered creamer. After that
1: insult? It's
2: not an insult. It's not an insult.
0: All right, Rago, we're ready now. All right, this is uh, this uh, might be tough. You really need to have paid attention to you know, uh, you know, entertainment news over the last few years because these are. I'm going to quiz you on some Pinocchio movies that have yet to even
2: come out. Yeah, this is going to be challenging. All right,
0: we'll see. And if you know if nothing happens, we'll just go to a tiebreaker. I'll give you an easy one. We'll start with this one. Uh, so basically, like I said, there's going to be an animated Pinocchio movie this year and a Disney live-action reboot this year. Okay. Both will be directed by men with a Best Director Oscar in their history. Can you name one of them?
2: Guillermo del Toro.
0: Can you name any of the stars attached to the animated Pinocchio?
2: Ooh. No.
0: Can you name any of the stars attached to the Disney live-action
2: reboot? Hmm. Oh, wait, who's playing Geppetto? It's an older guy. Oh, gosh, Was it Sam Elliott? (laughs) He'd be a good Geppetto. Ah.
0: I'm going to give you one hint. Okay. On the middle question, one... Of the stars of the animated Pinocchio has been uh, nominated for epic name in human history
2: in the past. Oh no, not Roberto Benini. He was in a different sort of. You're right about Pinocchio that spinoff. Um, oh dang it! I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Let's let's, let's, let's... see if
0: Tanya has been paying attention to you know Variety magazine or the Hollywood Reporter.
2: Tanya, this is a little difficult, but is there any help <laughs> you think you might be able to
3: offer? Boy, uh, I. I'm a little clueless on those. Warned I warned you'd be a little of, tough. Okay, who's popular right now? Maybe Zendaya's is in the Pinocchio animated one. Or mm.
2: okay, yeah, let's just go with that. I'm I'm but, down with that. I think it's wrong, but I can't think of another name. So it's you're thinking better than I am. Yeah. Um,
3: Anybody...
2: I do know Guillermo del Toro is good. Um, I can. And yeah. Donna's going to get that one too. Who is in the? I don't know.
3: Yeah. Let's say Jason Alexander. Okay.
2: Okay. All right. Jason. All right, I'm uh, gonna go yell All out. right, here she is, Donna. Come on in. I got her. Okay. She's coming in. Come on in, Donna. The um, oh, you brought me a coffee. it be
1: the worst cup of coffee you've ever had in your
2: life. And you did the powdered creamer and everything. You sure did, Donna. Thank you so much. You I tell case, you what. Yeah, go ahead. This is going to be a difficult one, Donna. I think we I th- uh, we got one, and I don't think that's
1: okay. Difficult. I'm very difficult. excited.
0: Um. The animated one looks like it's coming out in December, and I don't know that the Disney one has a date, but I believe it's going to go right to the Disney Plus, you know, kind of like um, Jungle Cruise and stuff oh, did, okay. right? I'll
1: take that. Okay, ready. All
0: right, Donna. Yeah. This is going to tough, but we'll see. We'll get through it. Like I said, there are going to be two Pinocchio movies coming out this year. One, an animated one. One, a Disney live action reboot. Both are being directed by men with Best Director Oscars in their past. Can you
1: name one of them? Guillermo del Toro. Is that right? Guillermo del Toro.
0: Can you name any of the stars attached to the animated Pinocchio? One has been nominated in the past for Epic Name in Human History.
1: Um, It's Benedict Cumberbatch. And can you name
0: any of the stars attached to the Disney live-action reboot? Mm, Bruce Willis. Okay.
2: Well, you guys
0: both did about the same.
2: Oh boy,
0: it's all right. I warned you this would be kind of hard. Uh, you both nailed Guillermo, Guillermo. del Toro.
1: Guillermo,
0: okay. I uh, watched his current film up for Oscars, uh, Nightmare Alley, the other night. Uh, oh not yeah. that into it. Oh okay. Good. Um. Some of the stars attach oh, the other act the other director was Robert Zemeckis, who won a director award for Forrest Gump, I
2: believe. Oh, oh. Um,
0: the stars attached to the animated Pinocchio, the epic name in human history was Finn Wolfhard. Oh,
1: oh yeah, he's great.
0: Otherwise Ian right. McGregor, Kate Blanchett, Christoph Waltz, Tilda Swinton, and Ron Perlman would be in wow. that.
2: That's a cool, cool voice cast.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and then Tom Hanks will be playing Geppetto.
1: I almost said Tom Hanks. Cynthia
0: Erivo is the Blue Fairy. Luke oh, Evans. Oh, I don't remember who that great. is. Who's Luke Evans? I
1: don't remember.
0: Um, George, Joseph brother. Gordon-Levitt, Keegan-Michael Key. They're all in it. Lorraine Brocco as Sophia the Seagull. We look Ooh. forward to that. Oh, be good. So we're going to a tiebreaker here. I'm going to play a song that mentions Pinocchio. This is from uh, 1986. Oh, yeah. Tell me, and I'll even bring in Tanya... Tell me who is rapping here.
1: I'm going to say that's the Beastie Boys.
2: I'm going to go Run DMC.
1: Run DMC it is. Yay! Good
3: call.
0: Tanya Tanya! will not be going to the Lucy and Desi because she's going to be in Mexico. Yeah. Right? March 2nd, you going to be in town?
3: Yes. Is that next Thursday? Is it? Yes, maybe. Oh, oh my trick, God. Trick We're going to make oh, our yeah. calendar.
2: Will you be back in town?
0: It's next Wednesday, the week from today.
3: Oh, I'll miss it.
1: That's Don't worry about it. You'll be on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, uh... Rocco, you work something out for, for Tanya, okay? I will talk to okay? Tanya. Yeah, you help her.
0: All right. Tanya. I'm going her timeshare in either South <laughs> Dakota or Mexico by the end yeah. of the phone
3: call. Have a great time. She Have a like great trip.
0: He's Kevin Costner.
3: You too. I live. While I'm down there. Yay!
2: Oh, well, we love Woo! that. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. And by awesome. the way, you can eat the avocados. They won't kill you.
2: Correct. That's worth I don't know
0: noting. I heard oh, that
2: God. last week.
1: But watch for the iguanas falling out of the trees, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that in Mexico or is that California? Yeah, I think
0: maybe Florida. I don't know. Uh,
1: it was Florida, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, did that's Did it a hurt problem. somebody or what? Well, they're just, they're freezing. It was too cold. Oh. So they freeze and then they thaw out and then they fall. And, well, they freeze and then they fall and then they thaw out. Just. Don't don't worry about it. <laughs> Tanya, thank you for your time. Uh, Tanya. Oh, uh, Thank you, guys. Have a good day. You too. Yeah, I don't know. The...
2: I had one of those things yesterday where I went and as I picked up my snowblower. Thank
1: you. Okay. Let's see how many times Steve mentions his snowblower. If it's as many times as he mentioned his trees last year.
2: 179 that... cc, 20-inch radius there, multi-teeth, two-stage. Anyway, as I did, I had to go fill up one of those gas tanks, you know, a travel gas tank. Yeah. I forgot my gloves because I was picking up the snowblower, picking it up. I was staying in the car. Didn't bring my gloves from home. When you have to touch the gas pump and it's five degrees outside and the wind is whipping, the f- the freezing cold that hits you so furiously, so quick. Oh my gosh. You know where you just have to dive into your car. You're like, wait, I just have to stop doing this right now. I have to get into that car yeah. for a minute. Oh, I experienced man. the
1: same thing yesterday. real cold, man. But listen, spring's right around the corner.
2: The spring is sprung. It
1: hasn't sprung, but it will. I mean, after a big dump of snow in the middle of March, it always happens.
2: But then at least it melts sort of quickly.
1: Yeah, and then you start to see just little buds popping up in your yard.
2: Although it's late February, and it's all like still minus zero.
1: Yeah, it was too below, I believe, on the drive-in. not so. good to
2: get negatives in March.
1: Negatives are so negative. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, like, thanks for adding a different layer to this conversation. I
1: wish I had time for a tip, but I don't. Bye.
2: No, Donna, don't leave.
1: I won't because I want to hear all about the documentary that Rocco yeah. watched, all about cinematography. We'll get, Don't a get review. too
2: excited, but yeah, I'll
0: go,
1: right. I'll, I'll,
0: I'll go down a journey of my cinematic evening last night in the basement.
2: And I think that as a family, we watched last night what we deemed probably the worst animated movie we've ever seen in our lives. I
1: cannot wait. Worst animated movie or worst animated dog movie?
2: No movie. Worst animated movie. It was so bad. It was so bad.
1: We might have to start with that. One we we'll come it. right back. Okay, right. bye. No, no, no. Miss those talks with me. You are listening to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk one oh seven one, Everything Entertainment. DJ Rock Lobster's here too. <laughs> all right, Rocco, you're yeah. such a hipster. You're watching well, all the hip stuff.
0: I don't know about that. Maybe. So we should either have a segment called Rocco's Short Attention Span Basement Theater, where basically I watch, you know, 14 things. Uh Late night in the basement. Okay, I'm listening. Because that's kind of what happened last night. Or we should have a segment called Rocco watches the first half hour of something because that often happens a lot too. I like that.
1: Seems to me (laughs) Rocco's trying to get his own segment here. Yeah, I'm (laughs) really. You need to be open handed.
2: Um,
0: So I'm trying to watch a lot of the Oscar movies and stuff and whatnot. And I watched uh, Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley the other night, and I kind of went into it not really knowing. What it was about. If I were to ask you, what would you say it's
2: about? Um, I think Freddy
1: Krueger. Right. I thought, <laughs> wow, this,
0: and I've, I read a headline saying this is the scariest movie yet. So I was like, okay. I kind of went in with a certain set of expectations. Uh, and it was totally not what I expected. It is, spoiler alert, um, and I'm not, not going to spoil too much. It's basically a remake of a film noir sort of creepy carnival film.
1: Oh, I not, already think it sounds scary, but it's
0: not creepy in the sense that there's like monsters like Guillermo del Toro kind of was used to be known for that. Yeah. And then he was I didn't see Shape of Water. Did you guys see? Shape Yes, of? No, I loved I it. Yeah. It
1: was so good. I cried like a baby. So anyways, um, this is a remake
0: of a 1947 film noir movie starring Tyrone Power, um, kind of about a carny that kind of becomes a mentalist and does, you know, carnival tricks and stuff. And. Anyways, um, my friend said, you should watch the early version. So I did. It was you on, watched both? Well, I, n- not in one night. Okay. So this is how my night started. I watched the 1947 Nightmare Alley, the first half hour or so, on Netflix. And I got to me to thinking, wow, I just love the way this is shot. And I love the film noir and the black and white. Perhaps the chiaroscuro. Is that how you say that?
1: Sure. Yes.
0: Um, And then it made me go... <laughs> There used to be a documentary that I've always been meaning to rewatch called Visions of Light, The Art of Cinematography, because it is about, you know, when you watch a movie, you know, you sort of just, you don't think about it, but a movie is a series of photographs. You know, it's a series of moving Moving images. Moving pictures. And think about what it takes to capture a great photo, what it takes, what goes into the lighting and the focus and the framing and Mm. everything, and then think about how, A movie is like a million of those, right? Right. And so I encourage everybody, this movie is kind of out of print. I think you can get it at the library, Netflix, uh, DVD, but it is on uh, YouTube. It's called Visions of Light, the Art of Cinematography. And it just goes back to the beginning of motion pictures and goes up to, you know, the 90s. Um, Just an appreciation of what great cinematography can be.
1: Well, I think oftentimes the cinematographer that award at the Oscars just kind of gets thrown in the back burner when that's probably the most important person on set. Right. I mean, that
0: person is an artist. I mean, like I said, think about what it what goes into a great photograph. Right. And then these people are doing it, you know, constantly, you know, 30 seconds of that the camera moves they reframe it they refocus they leave it Yeah the lighting needs to change it's pretty amazing um and then so that movie that documentary goes back to like the Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton days Oh really and it brought up an interesting point it said that when talkies when sound came in It changed cinematography because before you had to worry about sound, you could just shoot anything and take a camera on a train or on a, you know, um, on a car. But when talkies came in, they had to mic everything. And so instead of everything became like a still shot. Here's two people talking at a table because they need to talk into this microphone. Um, Anyways, it's a fascinating journey through the history of cinematography. I'm putting it on the list.
1: You said YouTube, maybe? Yeah, it is on YouTube. Oh, perfect.
0: It's called what? What again? Visions of Light, the art of of cinematography. It's from 1992.
2: When you have great cinematography coupled with a great movie score, those are, for me, some of the most moving pieces of art that you'll ever encounter is a beautifully shot scene with a beautifully composed score is transcendent. It's, I just love that stuff.
1: Me too, Steve.
2: I hated this movie <laughs> that we watched last night. Snowy day, kids got out early. it would be fun. Let's do a movie. End the night with a movie. So your boy goes out and blows the snow, right? I got a snow blower, So I'm blowing snow. No, we come in. I said to my son, pick a movie. He chose a movie that I saw earlier that day, available on Amazon Prime, and it looks like it's called Cats. And the text on the screen is very similar to Secret Life of Pets. Like it's the same font, so it tries to get you to think this is kind of like Secret Life of Pets. If you, it looks just looking at the image, if you like Secret Life of Pets, you will like Cats. Above it, it says it's positively hilarious. They even have a cat in it that looks like one of the cats from Secret Life of Pets. They also, they they, they, they made me think it was going to be that kind of a movie. Very early in, we realized this is going to suck, I <laughs> think. Uh, and I'm a sucker for kids' right. movies. I like animated movies. I jibe with them. I like the family time, the whole thing. This movie was such garbage. That's the one. It is rather dark. It's almost entirely void of humor, almost entirely void of humor, which is tough for an animated movie. (laughs) When you watch this movie Cats, which came out in 2020 on Amazon Prime, and you compare it to Pixar, pick a Pixar movie, any Pixar movie, Uh, you realize the... The height to which Pixar produces movies. Like, like, they've called everything up a level. The stories can be better. It doesn't all have to be so thin. Not to mention the fact that in this movie Cats, there is a uh, an element of, like, the bad guy happens to be, like, a pet torturer, an animal torturer, and creates oh. these models after these. At one point, he's like, kill all these animals. Apparently, there was a scene that I missed where there are skinned dogs hanging from one of the rooms. Can we play the trailer? That
1: I put it in there. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh, right don't... under don't watch this movie. Not to mention they say this.
2: <laughs> the whole movie drives... Um, reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, terrible. The whole movie drives to one resolution, which is immediately discarded, which is so true. The path to get there is convoluted and just not a good story. The only time in my life that I've ever said to my kids, the writing is so bad here. And I'm like, I know you guys don't care about the writing. The writing was so clunky. Now, there, I don't know if there was something... Lost in translation or not? I can't figure out if this first came out in China or not. Oh, I see. It I'm struggling like a little bit with that. The voice cast all sounded totally disinterested in being there. It was just. But you're
0: right. The typeface looks just like Secret. Just of like pets. it. Oh, they're go trying read the to reviews
2: for Cats. Peachtopia is the full title of it. Disturbing. Not appropriate for kids. This movie was dark. <laughs> it was disturbing. It, it was just, it was such a waste of time.
1: I'm sorry, Steve.
2: When we come back, segment I've been looking forward to all morning. It's coming up next.